Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. All right, folks, welcome to episode 226 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick and Drew back with you for yet another, another one another week of quizzo goodness here from the beautiful live and dark live network studios in west atlantic city new jersey as paul kelly so eloquently states nick we're locked and loaded for a full quizzo show for you today so why don't we get right at it what do you say i say let's get at it let's get at it all right this is a big one because whenever we talk about something historic in atlantic city that you and i have never discussed before it's a big one all right okay we've talked about this city and nauseam. We are sure. doing things to become uh, historic in this city. And yet, you and I have never talked about this before. Have you ever heard of the name Doc Strickler? No, I've never heard of Doc Strickler. In 1904, Doc Strickler, a year before the game Monopoly was invented, was strolling along the boardwalk. He went back to his place in, I think, Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Yeah, right. Where Rolling Rock is from. We learned that. Famous dessert. A famous dessert. Doc Strickland from Latrobe, PA. Strolling on the boardwalk, looked around, saw what they Salt were doing. Saltwater taffy. Right. You would th- okay. okay. So you, I got, all right. Now. <laughs> all right. You, you, but my point is this. You've is that Atlantic City guy. original? You've never heard of this guy, right? This isn't ringing any bells because I was like, oh, yeah, I heard this story. It's the blah, blah. That's what I wanted to know. I'm going to give you the question that the crowd gets. Okay. What dessert? Did Doc Strickler create after visiting Atlantic City in 1904 and enjoying fruit-laden Sundays on the boardwalk? The banana split. The banana split. This is a legendary dessert. Invented in one of Atlantic the most City, famous New Jersey. Thank you, Atlantic City. You would think there'd be some place in Atlantic City, like birthplace of the banana, banana split, split. Well, or... because it wasn't. It was in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Oh, it was he inspired. And it was all these ice cream places doing fruit toppings. They would get great, like, different fruit toppings and combine it with ice cream. And he's like, huh. So he went back and invented the, the. And came up with the banana yeah, the, split. Yeah, the actual, like, banana split recipe itself, it's a weird. Like, I love bananas and ice cream together. Yeah. 
But it was like pineapple on that thing. Not necessarily. The, the traditional, the traditional one. split was a split banana with three scoops of ice cream, vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, Neapolitan style, whipped cream on top, a cherry in the middle, and chocolate blaze, uh, chocolate glaze. That's Strickland's. That was Strickland's. All right, see, that sounds good to me. I feel like I thought that there was a. I thought a traditional banana split has like pineapple on it then, and some then other it became stuff. Madness, because this guy wasn't exactly patenting a banana split, so people started saying, "Well, it was my guy." And you know what's funny? Everyone who claims anything seems to be a doc something, <laughs> like running uh, a pharmacy and whatever. But back then, did you have to go to med school to be a doctor? I mean, you just go, I'm a doctor so, like, of some banana split. In Ohio, like like Doc Clark, I forgot what his name is. He's like 1906. He makes claim he was the first banana split guy. Another doc. Yeah, okay. so it was just uh, madness after after uh, Strickler. So it must have been something with refrigeration at that time because I feel like a lot of the ice cream exploded right around the turn of the century. It was sure. like the first ice cream cone was at the Chicago World's Fair. Yep, like, yep. You know, it must have been hard to well, keep like your ice cream cold. 88 so. degrees on the beach. What yeah. is better in the, in the world than eating ice cream while you're enjoying that? It's just the greatest like contrast. So thank you, Doc Strickler. And once again, Atlantic City with a historic contribution. Don't sleep on us. All right. Yeah. Speaking of uh, inventors and such. Ooh. Your boy Elon Musk oh in the boy. news. Oh boy. Tesla is moving its headquarters Te- from Texas. Palo Alto to where? Tejas, Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. He's living in a uh, boxable house. Did you know that? One I was thinking, you know what I was thinking about when I saw this? How much is your fa- Remember when we would visit your family in Austin? Yeah. On that golf course, oh, <laughs> that, like mansion. Like what would that house? I know they sold that house. Yes. It could, I couldn't. I'm like, what would that house be worth now? Bonkers. Because I know that. Oh, here's how the market in Austin, Texas is going. That was like the nice, one of the nicest Texas. spots in Austin, Texas. It was. Like, it was ridiculous. Oh. That was like almost, it felt like this set of, uh, uh, of like uh, Billy Madison. You know what I mean? Like you were just like you had like all those like yeah, you're on a golf course. Yeah, you're but you had all the three, three just, like, stories. lying in the pool and like things all like drunk in the pool. And, yeah, like, yeah, that's true. like wandering around there. There was always fifteen teenagers in there, two yeah, dogs barking nonstop. Could you just picture Adam Sandler walking out? Yeah, you know, in yeah. short stuff. So. That's funny. All right, good stuff. Um, Nick, I I didn't know this, so I don't know that you will, but uh, it's something that uh, I'm gonna. Just say is one of these, I'm giving you a gift, folks, because I don't know anybody else that knows this, and that's why you listen to the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. The Brannock device. Have you ever heard of it? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. Is used to measure what? The Brannock device. The Brannock device. The Brannock device. Again. Is it medical? Eh, not really. It's not a medical device. Nope. Put it this way. I'm going to give you a funny clue. It's not in this. I'm going to give you a funny clue, and that'll give it to you. It's weird. It, does, it doesn't sound like something I've never heard, yet it's not ringing any kind of a bell. The Brannock device. Mm. The it... fictional character most likely to use this device okay. is Al Bundy. That's the thing that... Measures your shoe size. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> Oft used by fictional hero Al Bundy. Al Bundy. <laughs> the the Brannock device, device is used to measure what? Yeah, it's your shoe size. That, that thing says, has that thing an you align. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's oh, inventing. You were saying like... about inventors. I figured, okay. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah, that thing has a name. And look it up. Mr. Brannock gave it to us. So congratulations. It's funny. That's like one of those things you use a lot as a kid. 
What's your shoe the, size? Oh yeah, at a certain the, point, <laughs> certain it's point, a relevant I've never used it. that. Yeah, I haven't used that thing. Unless long, you're long, long trunk night with your friends out one night, you're like, wait a minute, I know how. All right. Besides water, what is the most consumed beverage in the world? So water number one in the world. I'd be surprised if it wasn't coffee. It's not tea. coffee. Tea. Damn. It's, it was two and three. So I was like, I don't know who's winning the war. You didn't think beer had a chance? No. Because here's not the, first as the four hole. Yes. Like but, just because. All right. So by far, I drink the most water. Right. Then go to tea. Okay. I'm not saying I'm number two. I'm just look at tea. Even if you have a cup of tea a day. I've seen people drink 14 beers. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. On a weekend. So it's like, <laughs> so like, I don't know how much tea you're drinking, but to keep up with my beer consumption, it's, it's got to be. A, what percentage of the entire population, adult or otherwise, consumes well, beer? Well, I think it's the billion people in China drinking tea all the That's time. And in India, they must drink tea. So yeah, it's two billion people drinking tea Muslim all the time. countries where liquor is forbidden completely. Right. So tea is the thing. Right. So and and again, like you don't wake up on a Monday morning and start. Like my doctor never asked me, like, are you having more than twenty cups of tea a, a week? You know, it's like, never been a question. It's like I've noticed some unusually large appendages in your body. Can you give me your? All right, let's uh, rock and roll with sports. You ready to move yeah. on? Sports? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, some good stuff here. Um, I have two gems here. Okay. What current Major League Baseball player is the grandson of a former? Hall of Fame Major League Baseball player. And I have an extra clue here that differentiates in case there's like more than one answer. Okay. But uh, be, once I give you the clue, the... the it's an easy question. Too easy of a question for me? It, it's a great question for the public. Right. Not for you. <laughs> okay. You will get it immediately. I want to see if you can get it without the clue. But it's, it's a still a tough question even with the clue for the general public, just not you. That's well, how much I respect Nick, folks. I, well, I, I don't know this off the top of my head, which makes it uh, makes it a tough one here. Nor did I. You didn't know? No. I, I they was don't like, have the same last name or they have, they the, they they have the same, same last name. name? When I saw it, I was like, no way. That's the grandson? Well, of... I, I was like, I immediately went on to find out who is this guy in relation to guy X. And I was like, oh, my God, it's his actual grandkid. Holy crap. Wow. Yep. And it's got like an all-time name. So it's not like, oh, is there Johnson? Yeah. It could be okay. Like 400 Johnsons. It's, it's like right. an It's like Alu. Yeah, it's even, it's even more distinguished Oh, it's like if Rick DiMaggio was in the league. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like that that, like, that right. is 100% uh, it. Right? Right, if right. if right. Billy Mantle <laughs> okay. was playing baseball gotcha. and you were like, is Billy, is Billy Mantle the grandson of Mickey Mantle? That is exactly what this is. Is there like a Tyler Mays? <laughs> <laughs> right? That's exactly what we're... Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to stretch for here. Yep. Um, Once I give you the clue, it'll it'll get you. All right. Ready? Do it, do it. Well, current Major League Baseball player is the grandson of a former Major League Baseball Triple Crown winner. There's a Yastrzemski? Mike... Yastrzemski, starting center fielder for the San Francisco Giants. Is the grandson. Is the grandson of the great Carl Yastrzemski. One wow. of the all-time great names in oh, baseball. Oh, yeah, absolutely. One of the all-time great players in baseball. I was like, no way. There is another generation of Yastrzemski. 26. 
So he's just got into the big. And he's first, he, was he the longest guy with one team? Who's the longest? He has, he has some interesting records. His career was really good. He just never won anything. Because he was with the Red Sox. He, the Red Sox. <laughs> he stayed there his whole career. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like an Ernie Banks yeah. situation. Yeah, but like, I mean, Yaz. How, yeah. I mean, like, and, and. Ah, you got to get the kid Yaz. I mean, he's. No, he did. He's he the was, grandson, right? Well, that's, so, a, that's the thing. It's not yeah. like the great nephew either. Right, right. You know, right. It's the like, grandson, the you can get that. I mean, I, I guess he's got to earn a little bit. I like bit. the grandson better than the son. Well, that team's been incredible this year. Yeah. Yeah, because sometimes with the son, it's too close. Too close. Yeah. But the grandson. Oh, it's the best. It's the when, best. when that hits, it's like, you know, if there's a Billy Namath coming down the line, yep. I'm looking to draft him. You know, that's awesome. uh, bottom line. So, all right. Good welcome, one there, man. Welcome, Mike Yastrzemski. Good one there. Um, all right, I so there's a chance you didn't know it because I, I was like, I where how is that possible? Well, they play at 11 o'clock at night, the Giants. Which, I mean, even though they're having basically a, in his, like, first year. An incredible year, year, I just. Yeah, yeah. And last yeah. year was, uh, uh, was COVID year. So, uh, all right. So the NHL season mm-hmm. is starting, and do you know we have a back-to-back NHL champion coming in the season? What team has just won back-to-back? The Tampa Bay. Uh, oh, yeah, you got Tampa that. Bay you got that easy, easily. Yeah. All right. So we had the. Let me let me give you another one. That was too easy for you. Boston Marathon. What country swept this year's Boston Marathon, winning in both the male and female category? Wow, that's incredible. Uh, you know, we know somebody that personally ran it. Okay. David's dad. Oh, right. Just yeah, I think you, I think you told Boston me that. Marathon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to be kidding me. Like, I, I can't. Literally, my back hurts right now. I've got, like, some pinched nerve or something. Like, Well, he's know. a lean guy. You could tell he's, he's, he's that long God, distance running. Whatever. I, it's just incredible. It's one thing I've never had a desire to. Uh, well, they used to punish me in baseball to... with running. That was my punishment if I messed up in the sport. Yeah, like running a mile. Imagine doing that 26 times. I'm tired even thinking it. But it's when I run into people who can do it. I don't ride my bicycle 26 miles. It's incredible. I go with like seven. And I'm, All right. That's good. So, so give, it to, give, it, give it to me again. Let's focus. Uh, what country swept the Boston Marathon? This year? Country in Africa, right? Yes. I could give you a clue. Yeah, I mean, like Ghana? Yeah. This country has actually swept eight times yeah, I, I in forgot the last the, 20 years. Uh, it's always fascinating how what well, just sort of, like sort of how well Jamaica does in the sprints. Right, it's like, like Senegal or something. It's 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 like a, it's a country that you just wouldn't even be like. Uh, why, yeah, how why? come like, you how come are, are and not the just the men but also the women? women right. Uh, of, hmm. No, I don't. I don't have it. Kenya. Kenya. There you go. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was I was fixated on uh, a short name. But uh, that's nah, amazing. Yeah, the whole world running against them, but somehow Kenya—they're the fastest when it comes to long distance. That's and, and you're, you said it, it's like sheer domination. Too, yeah, eight right? times since 2000, I want to say something like that. So they must 21. put a lot into it, also in terms of like a national pride and identity. Because, like, all right, let me ask you this: uh, it's not part of it, but uh, what's the most reputable uh, rugby country in the world? New Zealand, right? The All Blacks, right? So they—they they like you know that immediately. Absolutely. And, and They're better at that than, than anyone. anybody else. And <laughs> right. they stake their reputation on it. And yep. I think Kenya's got to step up the game in terms of getting the world to know, yeah. you know, how how impressive they are. So, all right. Um, Nick, Drew Brees is the fastest quarterback to 5,000 completions in NFL history. What quarterback just became the second fastest quarterback to 5,000 completions in NFL history? I'm guessing it's Rodgers. No. I guess I'm wrong. 
5,000 completions. All right, mm-hmm. let, let me take a second and think about this. Right. Second fastest to Drew Brees. I'm going to guess 28 completions a game, somewhere like that, would get you there fast. So figure 25,000 to 10. Um, yeah, so Rodgers is too old. Yep. It's somebody younger than him. Um, so who... I mean, it can't be Mahomes. He's too young. Nope. Too young. Too young. Too young. So he, so he's the fun. first to so many things. If you go look at like oh, the, yeah. the, the I mean, boxes he's, he's oh, they're having a terrible year this year, but still. Um, he, he's the first to a lot of things, uh, but uh, this is – you would have to be way deep. Think about what you just said. You're, you got to be 10-plus years easy, if not more. Right. Just to get to these numbers. And it's weird because I feel like there's a lull in great quarterbacks when, like. Right. So. Like we had Brady, we had Manning, we had Rodgers, and then, like, we sort of didn't have anybody great for a while. And then we got this new influx of young guys. But who am I missing in the middle there that could fit this bill? And you have, like, a Stafford and a Matt Ryan. So, that's, <laughs> you know. That's sort of the – those are sort of those guys. It's and, one of those guys. And, 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 you know, it's – It's one of those guys. Yeah. I, I'm gonna, Since you're all over it. I'm going to go with Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. All right. Yep, Matt Ryan against the New York J-E-T-S-J. You so should always know that if fastest? I hear – Yeah, he's the second fastest okay. next to – Oh, yeah, I didn't even put that together. He you watched the Falcons Jets, Jets game. So yeah, you he did it in that. London against the Jets. So Drew Brees, fastest ever. Matt Ryan became the second fastest ever. It's funny how Matt Ryan's legacy and that's because of that Super Bowl was just going to be so different. Like, oh. I always think of him as a guy who – But, like, to give you an example, one, in a but, given year, Aaron Rodgers completes roughly 350 to 400 passes. Okay. So, so like his, I wasn't too off. His completions and his attempts is usually f- uh, anywhere from 550 to 600 a year, and completions is anywhere from you know 300 to 400 a year. The, yeah, the so around 12 ever, years. Yeah, the most he ever did in a year was 401, which I think set a record. So that's impressive. Um, all right, move on to geography history. Yeah, I saw something. Interesting in geography history. I'd like to recall for you here. Okay, go for it. Um, I have a couple of gems. All right. So, uh, what is the name of Jacques Cousteau's research ship? What was the name of Jacques Cousteau's research ship? And I found this interesting. People are going to confuse this with the ones they know. So, like, I, I know, like, Darwin was the beagle. Right, so that's going to yeah. be one that people will yeah, confuse absolutely. it with. Uh, Jacques Cousteau. I feel like I might have heard this somewhere before, but it's not immediately ringing the bell. Is it uh, something Columbusy? Did he try to do it uh, based on like another historical ship, like a Nina Pinta or Santa Maria type thing? So it's named after something from the Greek. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you would have a... Yeah, so uh, like uh, Poseidon? No, it was named after, I want to say, like the person who kept Odysseus for 10 years or something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, so the person who kept Odysseus wasn't a person. It was like a, a goddess. Uh, oh, it was a goddess, yes. Yeah. Okay, so that's what it is. Yeah. It's the goddess who kept 
of this. So I know, I know you love this stuff. I, so do, I was like, I do. Let's see how deep he can go on this. Do you know the goddess who kept Odysseus for 10 years from yeah. returning home? Yeah. Like, That's the answer yeah, to the like question. Yeah, like I do. I do know the answer, but so it's like, like really. What goddess, what goddess who kept Odysseus for 10 years was also the name of Jacques Cousteau's research ship? This is not a well-known name either, dude. Well, it is more known as... Jacques Cousteau's research. No, I was going to say it's more known as a type of music, which I don't... be interesting to see. Did they name the type of music? I could look that up now while we're talking. Hmm. Um, fudge. You know, it's up there somewhere, dude. It is up there somewhere. And again, the myths are not my strongest suit. I certainly know this story inside and out, and I know, you know, uh, the whole deal. And there had to be a deal with uh, different gods to get her to release him. And uh, she's she's one of Zeus's daughters. Uh, yeah, I'm not finding a tie as to why the music also has this name. So symphony. Good God. Um, Deo. Calypso, uh, Calypso? Calypso. Is that the name? That's the name. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even remember that, honestly. I wouldn't even remember that. But okay, Calypso music. If you put enough of those clues together, it could be, uh, it's definitely in there. I did have in, in the quiz, I wasn't going to ask you this one, but do you know what C yeah, separates? RV Calypso was the name of the vessel. So. Nice. Do you know what uh, C separates Greece and Turkey? It has the island of Crete in it. The C that separates so Greece and Turkey. Is that the Aegean? The Aegean. All right. Yes. Nice work. Those are tough. It is because a lot of people put the Mediterranean is, is the one but that then separates there's, and then there's Italy the Black and, Sea and then there's yeah. there's a lot of different Aegean. ways to go about that question. Yeah. I wasn't even gonna ask you that one just because I do too much Greek trivia. This is the one I was gonna ask you. Okay. True or false, Nick? The capital city of Liechtenstein is Liechtenstein. True. False. Ah. Badoos. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get them all. I'm gonna get them all. Right? <laughs> Right, that's a good one, right? Yeah, I just, yeah. I, 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 it was like I have never heard of the city of Vaduz in my. I didn't even know Liechtenstein was bigger than a city. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, like how big is Liechtenstein? Can you walk across it in a day? I love my true or false questions that just sound right to me immediately, right out of the bat. Well, now you know. If you ever go city, visit the city of Vaduz, um, I have one more. So fire. All right, I got one. Since you mentioned Darwin, could you tell me the region he explored in the 19th century? Is that the Galapagos? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, the Galapagos. It's, it's, that's where he got all his ideas. Right? Yeah, I still don't understand. Like, how did he? How do you observe evolution just because you're on the Galapagos Islands? I, I never understood that. I never read the, the book either. So maybe maybe there's something in there that I'm missing. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, if you read the book, I'll give you a little clue as to what he was thinking. But, but yeah, no, I get it. Um, it's it's definitely hard to know. This is fascinating. Uh -huh. okay? This is a big one, and I almost feel like it's only a matter of time before. The street is going to get canceled. Okay, the streak? The street. Oh, the street. What New York City street <laughs> okay. gets its name from a historic fort designed to deny Native Americans entry into the area? Wall Street. Wall Street. That I do. You knew that? Yeah. Isn't that insane? Wall Sorry. Street. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, ding. After us. 
We don't usually record this on Wednesdays at 4 o'clock. No, no, no. <laughs> that is a reminder for uh, a, a Something week. Something <laughs> else, but it's totally fine. We like leaving those organic. It's time for music today. lessons. Yes, yes. But isn't that insane? Like, Wall Street. The thing synonymous with capitalist greed and just, you know, everything that it's... And it was all about flipping Indians it out. It literally was a wall street. The whole street had a wall with, like, a fort to keep natives out when the Dutch settled it. Yeah. It's insane. Yep. I don't think anybody really knows that. I mean, it's that is no. very little known. No, I'm trying to think of when I learned no that. Monuments, nothing. You know, no, no, there's no, there's nothing celebrating the, the Indians being uh, massacred out at the gates, like, at the gates of Wall Street. No, no. <laughs> right? Don't you That's think funny. cancel like cancel Wall Street's coming at yeah. some point? Yeah. Well, we had Occupy, so we might as That's well. That's not have, the same thing. Might as well cancel. They're going to change the name. What, what, what should we rename Wall Street? Inclusion Street. Hmm. What do you think? Um, what do we got here? Entertainment? Yes, I'm ready to entertain. Okay, so did you see this? What celebrity chef announced parting ways with the Food Network after 27 years? Crazy. I, I didn't even that. know that. 27 years? Like, First of all, if you had asked me true or false, Bobby Flay works for the Food Network, I'd, I'd have froze because I really don't know. Like that's how little I watch that. Oh yeah, see, it. my wife has that on all the time. It loves the Food Network. Yeah, loves yeah, the food network if so. I had a wife, Bobby Flay, I would love her watching the Food Network. Bobby Flay has been on my TV more hours than Regis Philbin. Fair enough. If she wanted to cook, if she didn't want to cook, I would just I'd cook. I'd Contract like, dispute. Can you imagine? What, what else? Do you, that's the problem, though. If you're if you're Bobby Flay, what other network? You know, the Cooking Channel? Are they owned by the same company? Probably not, but you can do cooking programs on a million networks. Do a show on USA Network. You think they got a lot going on? But do you think his, like, do you, I find that the Food Network market, at least in my house, is we just put it on, or some, you know, it just gets put on as to like drown out the. It, it's not like but a, let me, let it's me not say, like let me say this. If he was on HGTV tomorrow, right, with a cooking show. I like don't know that you switch it. Bobby Flay. I, I guess, but I just I don't know enough about it. What I'm saying is I don't think you go to Netflix and go to Bobby Flay. No. I think it's I think more of something in, in like... This, in this world of streaming, if he was on Amazon Prime and it just popped up on your thing, here's the Bobby uh, Flay cooking special. Well, that's probably what you're looking 40, at. Yeah, that's probably what you're looking 40 at. 40-part special. Like, yeah. l- literally finding content at this point is not an issue. Like it'll, it'll come up as long as you're connected to the internet and he wants you to find it. Just us talking about him is going to have your phone coming up with Bobby Flay ads. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. true. Bobby Flay, Bobby Flay. You hear us? You hear us, computer? <laughs> Sorry, they're spying on us, those bastards. All right. Um, Nick, this is an amazing one, okay? Mm-hmm. What Sinatra tune became Elvis Presley's best-selling post- posthumous uh, hit? Okay, one more time. After he died. Posthumous. Posthumous. You got to say it. You got to say it with reverence. Posthumous. That's right. Like a little spirity. After he died, his number one hit was what Frank Sinatra cover. So the number one selling Elvis song of all time since he died is actually a Frank Sinatra song, which not only did I not know, I found absolutely puzzling. Yeah. So, all right. So, so Elvis covered Frank Sinatra. Correct. Elvis died. Elvis died. <laughs> and since that moment, the number one selling Elvis song is this is this cover of a Frank Sinatra song. I, I I feel like I only have one that I could even guess. Not that I only know one Frank Sinatra song. I'm just saying the only thing I would think would be that popular 
I don't remember what else to do it. I'm just going to say my way. My way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you even think of no. Elvis saying my way? No. I didn't even know he Who's did. playing that? I didn't even know he did my way. That's what I'm saying. Who plays the Elvis version of my way? Imagine if you're at a party like, oh, we play my way, and then they play the Elvis version, you'd be like, what the hell is this? Like, oh, and the, like, not only have I never heard it, but the idea that the number one selling Elvis song That's what I mean. died was He must not be way? selling much to, because I would have thought maybe Suspicious Minds yeah, or something. A Little Less Conversation was one that I would have guessed because that had some, wow, I right. don't even know. Yeah, I'm going to blow your mind one more time. Don't worry. I got I got one more to, to get you. All right. Um, can you tell me what here Saturday Night Live debuted? 75. You got it. Yeah, All they, over they it. Just, they just celebrated their anniversary. Shout out to Alan Zweibel. Author, writer, genius, uh, one of the original writers on Saturday Night Live and was uh, the writer responsible for a lot of Gilda Radner stuff. Great stories about them. But he's, he just uh, wrote a new movie with Billy Crystal and Tiffany Haddish. Uh, and he was one of the original writers, was dating my aunt uh, during that whole run. You think Saturday Night Live ever ends at this point or it's just it'll stay as long as there's NBC? I think there's an excellent chance it could end unless the leadership that takes over when Lauren retires is competent to do it. Like, I, I could see, like... Because how old is if, Lauren like, at this point? But if it's, like, if, like, Tina Fey takes over, right, and becomes the... the you think it'll be fine? I think it'll be fine. But if it's if it's some suit... If it's, like, or what if it's, like, Lauren Michaels' kids or something? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know that that's... They probably won't even let that happen. No. There's probably a and, way and to... I, I would assume you'd already hear that that kid was being in the mix or groomed. But I, I assume a veteran savvy... Jeez. I mean, put together such a run. You know? So he was only 31. When he started. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, he's Canadian-American, actually. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah, realize Toronto. he was born in Toronto. Sure, SCTV was the inspiration for it, which had, if you go look at the right, Well, that's what's Dan Aykroyd, right? Yeah. Was Chevy Chase Canadian? No, uh, he was from California. But, okay. uh, but but SCTV had, like, Rick Moranis. It had, like, a lot of guys that was were... Was John Candy part John of that? John Candy was part of SCTV. Um, Eugene Levy. Uh, what's what's her name that always did, uh, that does everything with Eugene Levy? Oh, the girl from Home Alone? Yeah, exactly. Uh, what is her name? Jeez. Throwing a blank. Uh, me too. Great actress, though. Awesome. Uh, oh, oh, something. She's uh, She's got a... Ka- Kath- Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. There you go. Okay. Woo. Is it O'Hara or O'Hare? No, O'Hara. I think it's Catherine... O- or is it Catherine O'Hare? Might be Catherine O'Hare. All right. Well, it's Catherine. Might be Catherine O'Hara. I don't know. She's amazing. We, we, we very much like her, but uh, yeah, that... Yeah, she's in uh, Curb. She plays <laughs> the sister. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic she's character. crazy. That too. Yeah, yes. she's fantastic. Uh, all right. So, did you give me your question? I got it. Catherine O'Hara. So there you go. Yep. Yeah. All right, Nick. Yeah. I got to ask you this one of two ways, and either way is equally confusing. Okay. All right. I can ask it. What band sang this song? Or I could ask. Band X sang what song? Which way do you want it? I don't know, man. I th- I, I think what band sang the song is easier, but I don't okay. know. 
I can ask it that way because this this blew my mind. But I think it's confusing both. Like if I do it, which band the this band saying which song? Uh-huh. It gives you the time period, right? To guess. Okay. The other way around. It will, but it'll be a lot wider a scope because it can, like, in your head, it literally could be any band. Like, that'd be my guess. Yeah, so ask me the first way, then. Okay. It sounds like it'll be a little bit easier. Uh-huh. Sang the title song for which Bond film? And okay. did you know that the band Uh-huh sang the title song for a Bond film? I guess not. No. First of all, I, didn't, it was know the a, I didn't know they had a second song. Right. right, I knew Take, Take on, on Me. Everyone knows it. It's a one-hit wonder. By very definition of the fact that they call it one of the greatest one-hit wonders of all time, you think there is no second But how hit. did they get a Bond song? They not only get a Bond song, but think about when Aha uh-huh came out. The, the 80s. 80s. Yeah, that's like the heart of oh, Bond. The Bond resurrection. Mm-hmm. All right. 83. Too early? Well, I I would say that there's no way they're getting it before Take On Me, right? You mean before 83? No, no. Take On Me came out in like 85. Okay. Yeah. So, like, I can't imagine that anyone even knew who they were. They're from, like, Scandinavia. They're not, oh, like, okay. an English band. They're not English. No. Okay. I thought maybe there was an English tie. Nope. All right. I'm going to say... The Living Daylights. The Living Daylights is the yes. correct answer. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Boom. Uh-huh. Sings The Living Daylights. Yeah, so your question, you're saying, if you asked who sang the theme song to The Living Daylights. What 80s band sang the theme song I would have had no the chance. Living Daylights, no chance. I, yeah. Just only thing that gave me a chance there was lining up the year. Well, that's why I asked it the way I did. Uh-huh yeah. sang the song for which Bond film? Because I figure you get the band, you know the period. Now you could at least start guessing, all right, which 80s Bond film? And then, because no one knows that. Until I, I heard the song, I was like, that's The Living Daylights? <laughs> You've never heard the song. I'm telling you. Well, I mean, I've seen the movie a couple of times, but yeah, I would have recognized. never heard the song. I'm t- <laughs> it's, it's, it's unrecognizable to anything? I, I've never heard it before. I've been around a long time. I've seen this movie multiple times. I'm sure they show it at the end. You're walking out. You're, not you're already out. walking out. You're, you're already walking out. So, mm-hmm. All right, good uh, one, man. You want to end uh, on anything? You got one last one for me, and we'll... Call it a day, or you want to just? Uh, I would say that was the that was better than anything was I got for it. <laughs> we might even do some. Uh-huh. I mean, do you want to tell me what song that Tony Manero walks into during Saturday Night Fever in the opening? Staying alive. Staying alive. All right. <laughs> this has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. We're all very different people. We're not Watusi. We're not Spartans. We're Americans with a capital A, huh? You know what that means? Do you? That means that our forefathers were kicked out of every decent country in the world. We are the wretched refuge. We're underdogs. We're mutts. Here's Boof. His nose is cold. But there's no animal that's more faithful, that's more loyal, more lovable than the mud. Who saw Old Yellow? Who cried when Old Yeller got shot at the end? Nobody cried when Old Yeller got shot, I'm sure. 
I cried my eyes out. So we're all dog faces. We're all very, very different. But there is one thing that we all have in common. We were all stupid enough to enlist in the army. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. Something seriously wrong with us. We're soldiers. But we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. We're 10 and 1. Now we don't have to worry about whether or not we practice. We don't have to worry about whether Captain Stillman wants to have us hung. All we have to do is to be the great American fighting soldier that is inside each one of us. Now do what I do. And say what I say. And make me proud.